Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode. This is Abby. This is Frida. Welcome to our Science at the Movies mini-sode series, where we tackle both films we have deemed unworthy of a full hour and films not in the scope of our podcast, but that we love so much we simply have to mention them. You guess which is which. Yes, and for our very first series, we are going to be covering 90s disaster movies because there are so many. We really don't think any of them are worth an entire hour, but we wanted to give a little bit of time to all of them. Yes. So the ones we'll be covering over four episodes are Twister and then, of course, Deep Impact and Armageddon, which get the same episode. Because they're pretty much the same movie. They're pretty much the same movie, followed by Dante's Peak and Volcano, also pretty much the same movie, and last and absolutely least, Titanic. <laughs> absolutely least. <laughs> so well, for the Kate very first episode, what was that? For Kate and Leo. <laughs> he could have fit on the door. It's the last because it's the worst. <laughs> wow. So a little bit of a different format. Each each movie gets a few questions. What was your biggest surprise? What was some weird science? And make a comment on the women in the movie. Let's get into it. So our first movie of the 90s disaster film series is Twister. That's right. Twister with Helen Hunt Tornadoes! and the late Bill Paxton. Did you know that Bill Paxton died? Oh, late. Oh. Oh, I didn't. I think I probably did. Did he die in 2016 when everybody died? Pretty much. Or it might have been 2017. Oh, okay. I love that. I love how you said that and I, it might be true. But he died and I didn't know that he was dead until like two days ago where I was scrolling through Instagram and my like my like suggested things came up with this like photo of Bill Paxton and Sarah Jessica Parker from this from the like premiere of Weird Science, and I sent it to my sister of like look at young Bill Paxton, and she's like R.I.P. I was like he died like today. No no no, oh, no. it was like 2017. Oh wow, that's a, w- a window into my life. So, Twister. Yes, I'm going to start off asking you question about twister and then i'll answer it myself what was the biggest surprise for you about twister sorry one second do you want to give like a one sentence summary of what the movie is oh summary oh yeah i have it here (laughs) okay let's get into it twister 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 is about helen hunt making bill paxton chase her into a tornado to get her to sign divorce papers only for him to realize that he loves this wild woman of his. Uh, and I actually don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, I do like the idea that she went into the tornado to avoid the divorce papers. <laughs> right. That's what it's about. A cow flies around. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman is in it. So is Cameron from Ferris Bueller. And so is Wesley from The Princess Bride. As you wish. As you wish. And a lot of other male actors playing pretty normal people. And also Jeep gets promoted really heavily. (laughs) And that's Twister. Hey. (laughs) Do you agree with my summary on Twister? Yeah, I do. What else to say? That's what it's about. I was just really happy that Carrie Ellis was in it, though, because I was just like, 
Yay. He's still... Is this Wesley from... Yeah. From... Wesley from yeah. Princess Bride. And also Robin from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yes, that's exactly it. There's, a, there's I mean, there's a few other uh, good faces there. Um, mm. uh, there's a Jeremy... What's his name? Jeremy, Jeremy Reynolds. He's the actor from Justified, and he's also in Saving Private Ryan. He's the private that is too scared to go and save his friend and, like, hides in the stairwell and everything like that. He's a pretty good 2000s uh, actor. Jeremy Renner? 90s actor. Jeremy, no, no. Oh, no, okay. Not Jeremy Renner. Hmm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Cool. Twister. Stuff and people. Second highest grossing movie in 1996, Independence Day. Double the takings. That was first. Just yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nod back to last week. Nod back to last week. A movie worthy of our full hour. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Twister. I'm going to get into the question. So first question okay. is biggest surprise. This can be my best bit, my worst bit, or just something that really surprised me. Something I didn't remember from back when I saw it in the 90s. It can be anything that you interpret as something really surprising. Abby, what was your biggest surprise about Twister? Well, as you mentioned in the intro, the picking up of the cows, because this is clearly what spawned Sharknado. Because (laughs) scientifically, it's totally plausible that cows would be picked up in the tornado. So it means that I'm completely justified in when I get to pick Sharknado as our movie. So yeah. There you go. This is the seed that has planted Sharknado in in a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this is the reason that we have the glory of the six movies of Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, we Sharknado would be nothing without the flying cow. Twister. No, Twister would be nothing without the flying cow and Twister spawned Sharknado. <laughs> Twister would be nothing without the flying cow. There you go. What was yours? My biggest surprise was that Helen Hunt's character was awful. <gasps> And this surprised me because from the 90s, I remember her always being likable. Mm. And when I watched this movie, I'm like, she's awful. That was my biggest surprise. <laughs> and I love Helen Give Hunt. It, what are you, why are you evading? Right? We love her. But like, why is she um, evading nothing against Helen Hunt? But I do remember her always playing like very likable people. Yeah. But her character was decidedly awful. Just sign the papers. Like, that's awful. But she still loves um, him. That doesn't matter. That's not an excuse. I, <laughs> but right. okay, weird <laughs> science. Enough. Weird science. What is weird like some science. weird science, good or bad, from this movie? Um, do you know? So it's not. It's not necessarily weird science, but it's bad science. In that, do you know that the references to the Fujita scale in the movie are bullshit? Oh, really? So apparently the first scene is in 1969 and introduces the Fujita scale, but the Fujita scale wasn't actually developed until 1971. And they use it throughout the movie as like, you know, a way of kind of rating the tornadoes. So they're like, oh, it looks like it's going to be a category here four. But the reality is, is the scale is actually an after the fact scale. You can't assess what the scale of the tornado has been until you have assessed the damage of of it afterwards so it's completely incorrect uh-huh. science <laughs> and also there's a the moment where correct. they're talking about the 
Yes. They're talking about like the F4s or something. And there's apparently like there's that moment in the when the fiance says, what happens if it's an F5? And it's like the first time they've all thought, oh, there could be another level above it. So, yeah, there you go. That was mine. What was yours? (laughs) The cow flying around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Really into this cow. The cat. Well, it's, it makes the whole movie. How can the car propel forward no problem whilst the car is flying around? Because it happens just below them. So how is the force of the tornado large enough? <clears throat> how is the force of a tornado large enough to make a cow fly around, but not large enough that their car can just like propel forward no problem? That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's my thing. I, I was sat here going, do, do I have to answer this? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not incumbent on you to answer it. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> now we next, our next question, we're going to talk about women in the movie. Make uh, a comment, thoughts about the ladies of the film. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> do you know what I thought? It's, this, this is my, this is my assessment of it as a movie. Um, it's a classic Hollywood situation of taking a love story and just going, hey, love story, but different setting. Same story, but different setting. And do you know what this is? Do you know exactly what this what? movie is? It's Parent Trap, but Lindsay Lohan's a tornado. <laughs> yeah, it's like couple on the brink of divorce, disaster hits. They realize they love each other. No, but new fiance has to come along for the ride. Yeah. Totally, but but like disasters. Half, Children half bring the them time together, people... and the the babies are the tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like well, maybe it's just the, the same tired that... old bullshit, isn't it? It's like oh, it is the same. Yeah, woman, woman, yeah. despite being supposedly brilliant and independent in her own right, cannot possibly survive without man and must love. And he obviously is ditching super smart lady for dumbass little bimbo trophy wife. Classic. And again, as you say in a lot of movies, they are just there to facilitate him. Oh, yeah, but I think your reading of the fiance is, I don't think she's, I think she's a psychiatrist, she's a psychologist. She's, yeah, but she's, she's not in comparison because, because Helen is badass, gets down and dirty, runs through the woods. It's the same thing as Parent Trap. It's Meredith and Parent Trap when they have to go yeah. in the woods and she's like, hey. I can't go through the dirty bucky woods. And then he realizes, oh, I love the lady who's willing so, to get dirty. Yeah, the the well actually, can I can I talk about my women in the movie? Because yeah, that segues. Please do. So go the on. women in the movie. First of all, Helen Hunt is an awful version of a woman. Whoever wrote that character is clearly a man. That like the idea that women are like that. Like a man has written her character. This 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 writing of a woman that is not that doesn't exist and is like so awful. But the women in the movie are very archetypal. And archetypical? Archetypal. I'll I say, don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So the men in the movie are like these dudes. They're all just regular guys. They don't have these like crazy archetypes. But the women all inhabit archetypes. Okay? So um, and I've looked this up, archetype. So you, firstly, you have the Aunt Meg or whatever her name was. She's the crone or the mother or both, the crone and the mother. Totally sexless person, right? With no sexuality. She's just like this mother figure for them. And they love her so much. They're like, oh, Aunt Meg, Aunt Meg. I totally forgot her name. It might not have been Meg. Right? <laughs> so she's 
that that's her archetype, right? The woman they all love and they're like, oh no. Then you have Helen Hunt is the lover and the huntress. She's a wild, independent. That's what she is. That's yeah. the two archetypes that she inhabits. The huntress and the lover, the one you chase, the one that's full of passion, right? And then you have the maiden or the sage, the sage being the professional woman, the woman who's really like, she's a professional woman and she's not wild at all and she's very grounded and she's also got the maiden qualities of the innocence and the way she looks at the the meat and she's like, oh, I'm going to eat this steak. Oh, you know, and I'm just very prim and I'm very put together and like I don't like any of this and I'm, 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 I'm. you know, she's more of a yeah. yuppie type is my reading of her as well. So the, yeah. there's three women and they all inhabit these crazy archetypes like they're not real people at all. I was shocked by the misogyny in this film from start to finish. I'm sorry, you were shocked that a man was writing female characters in the 90s in Hollywood? From start to finish. <laughs> it was. It did this whole thing where like... You know, where they basically write these insane, horrible versions of women and then they make mm. the male characters in there be like, that's why I don't work with women. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, and like when you watch these movies and you're like, this is what women are like, women are awful. And it's a shock. And except yeah. for the crone or the mother, except for the one woman who has, who, who has no sexuality whatsoever, that, that older lady... Yeah, why is the mother always like the ideal? Well, it's I well, this is a Freudian thing. It's the Madonna yeah, no, or the whore. True. Right. But like the mother uh, is is doesn't doesn't threaten them. I mean, we're not getting into this. Oh my god, we are not getting into this. But let's just say <laughs> okay. that that the mother character who's like their aunt character who they love so much, one important part of the reason why they love her is that she has no sexuality whatsoever. Mm. If we had her like bonking a couple of the guys, I feel like it would have made me a little bit happier that she had a bit of dimension to her character, that like she wasn't just this purely aunt-like crone thing. Yeah. She also was had, had some, or they like walked in on her like just masturbating or something like that. Oh yeah, cl- classic, classic scenes. <laughs> walking in on auntie doing it to herself. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. It's uh, such a trope of 90s disaster movies. The masturbating aunt. Yep. It's in all of them. Enough already. <laughs> that's Twister. And <laughs> that's and that is the biggest shock of Twister was when I opened up the door and then when they open, Philip Seymour Hoffman opens up the door and it's Aunt Meg masturbating. Or Twist, Philip Seymour Hoffman's actually their kind of love. No, okay, stop right now. I'm sorry. Stop. Well retract that last statement <laughs> <laughs> Philip Zimmer Hoffman and Bill yeah. Paxson two <clears throat> two greats now no longer with us I mean yes that's true that is that is sad and I think Bill um Bill Paxson I, I didn't notice I think because so many people were dying at that same time but when when Philip Zimmer Hoffman died uh this is the only celebrity I've I really shed a tear for actually I don't know him none of us knew him oh, really? but uh it made me cry when he died I did. I pulled my car. I over felt that about Alan Rickman. I was driving when I heard on the radio. Mine was Alan Rickman, but yeah, somebody that um, so that 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 touched us, and I mm-hmm. think that some actors we feel like we know them because of the way yeah. that they perform. Um, yeah. that wraps up our very first mini sode. Fantastic! Yeah. I'm sure I'll find some good music to play for the outro. 
Yeah. And we'll see you next week with Armageddon and Deep Impact. Not next week. It is next week. Join us next week for the for our main episode oh. of Altered States. Join us, yes. Join us next week for our main episode. And then the week after that, we'll continue our mini-sodes episodes with Armageddon and Deep Impact. We'll see you then. Okay. Ta-da. Bye. Ta-da. 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 Ta-da